better still killing the score Filling them all, digging the ditch, did he stick in his sword Do you really wanna know he did a million more For the headband with a dead man, sent it to more Fell short for the minute, just figured it Diggers living for dinner, bidding it in the organ Sort of all for the skin Love, we love back, we love that food Do we for the love because the blood is beautiful Rumor with a double fist in trouble with a school Should've could've would've done it For once for the school like cool Strike down for fury, just hang up Right now, sound off, murder a stranger Working the shadows out of battle, but still a battle But kill a battle, fill to the clip, is out of ammo Shogun, you know what, he holds no tears Do it for the love because the blood is on his spirit When he's living in his spirit and all that he got No cinnamon, it ain't good for all me Get up, get up, get out of town, get down, get What's good? What's good? This your man Surf Symf, aka Surf Symphony, aka Surf Symphony of Dark Knight, back with another episode of For the Love. Because as you already know, we do it for the love. We do it for the love of hip hop. We do it for the love of debate. And we do it for the love of what we passionate about. So yeah, um on this one, you know what I'm saying? Um I'm I'm, I'm gonna switch it up a little bit. You feel me? And I'm gonna talk about something because you know. If you've been paying attention to the podcast or if you know me personally, you know that right now or, you know, at least for a minute now, like I've I'm really in a battle rap. Like that's my joint right there. You feel me? I love me some battle rap. You dig? So I feel like it's appropriate to speak on a battle that I had. You feel me? So um before I get into this battle that I had, I just want to say, um, first of all, both these guys who I'm talking about in this story, I'm, it's a few guys I'm going to talk about. I'm going to say the ones' names who are on my team because it's good with them. I already know. These guys who I'm talking about, um, I haven't talked to them in years. I don't know what position they're in, so I don't even know if they want me to speak on them. I don't see why it would be a problem, to be honest. But just for the sake of being safe, you feel me? Um, I'm going to go ahead and check this out. So, I'm going to name this episode the time I battled Doug Funny. You dig? Because I'm going to name, <laughs> I guess in this story, he would be the antagonist. Though he wasn't really. But, uh, yeah, the antagonist in this story is Doug Funny of all people. If you know Nick Toons. You know Doug is good. You feel me? Doug is good money. <laughs> so it's funny to say Doug funny is the antagonist. But that's kind of how the story goes. Because, you know, I'll get into it. But like I say, Doug is good. So, you know what I mean? For the sake of this argument, we're going to say the guy I battled in this was Doug funny. And we're going to call the guy who pretty much initiated, not even pretty much, completely totally initiated this whole thing we're gonna call him mc ren because he was a rapper but for whatever reason he didn't feel like he needed to take that spot even though i know mc ren did you feel me but i know ren was you feel me um you know he was happy to be in wa you feel me and that's good we we need riders we need soldiers but i'm just saying on this case you feel me and i'm gonna get into it why but we're going to call this guy MC Ren. So, 
from here on i'm going to speak on mc ren and doug funny and then i'm going to speak on the guys who are on my team so uh yeah without further ado let's get into the time i battled doug funny let's get into it all right so before i get into this battle i just want to set the scene right so I know for a fact that this happened in 2000. I know for a fact that this happened in 2000 because that was the year that the NBA All-Star game was in Oakland. You feel what I'm saying? The NBA game, NBA All-Star game was in Oakland, and that was the year Vince Carter won the, uh, the dunk contest. You feel me? That was in the town. Anyway, so they came to the town in 2000, and uh, you feel me? They was up at the uh, Oakland Coliseum. You feel me? Now, I mean, I don't know. You know, we was blessed because they came to Oakland. I don't know if you live in a city where the All-Star game came there. So I don't even know if this ha- I, I'm pretty sure it happens everywhere, but I don't know for a fact. But at least in the situation, before the uh, actual All-Star game took place, there was events leading up to the All-Star game to where people can come up to the Oakland Coliseum and, you know, do little fun stuff. There was all kind of little stuff around, like, you know, arcades, and you can shoot baskets, and they had, like, small rims that you could dunk on and stuff like that, you know what I'm saying? Like I said, I don't know if that's where they do that. You know, I don't know if they do that everywhere, but I assume anywhere there's an all-star game, there are events at that Coliseum leading them to it. So for whatever reason, me and my brothers, we caught wind of that. The brothers I'm talking about in particular, you feel me? We're going to talk about Merciless. You feel me, my man? I'm talking about, uh, you know, um, we're going to get back to him. You know, he plays a, a, a good part in this story. Uh, we got my man, Rule Boy Mobbing. Obviously, he was there. And then off top, we had my man, uh, what we going to call That's what I said. Anyway, we're going to have uh, Hitman, Hitman Cell. Hitman Cell was up in that building. You feel me? So it was me, Merce, Rule, Hitman. You feel me? We in the building. We doing our thing, all-star game. We having fun. We doing all kind of fun stuff. Dunking, you feel me, playing games, whatever. We just having fun, man. The all-star game is unlocal. We having a good time. So anyway, um, at some point, well, before I get into that, and I don't even know how this went down because if I had knew, I would have been on it. But I guess they were hiring young people to work at the Coliseum at the time. You feel me? Like, because these guys were same age as me. 2000, I might have been in like, uh, I don't know, like roughly 10th grade, 9th, 10th grade. I don't know. Anyway, so we up in there and uh, you feel me? They got youngsters with jobs, man. And one of the youngsters who had jobs up in that building was MC Wren. You feel me? And uh, I'm pretty sure I didn't know that. I didn't know that. But at some point, we bumped into MC Wren. You feel me? We up there having fun and all that. We bumping MC Ren. Now, the backstory of this is, truthfully, I don't even know. You know what I'm saying? I was keeping on it. I don't really know why this was the case. But for whatever reason, MC Ren was constantly trying to find <laughs> somebody who can beat me in a battle. Like, I don't remember why that was. Like, to be honest with you, you know what I'm saying? The listener, whoever, you know what I mean? Keep it 100. Like, in my mind, maybe the reason that this happened was because, you know, when I was younger, you know, even now, too, a little bit. But 
especially when I was younger. I was very arrogant in my rap abilities. So it wouldn't be far-fetched to assume that at some point I told him he cannot find somebody who can beat me, who's a better rapper, who can beat me in a battle. I don't know. That probably happened. If he told me, you know what I'm saying, if MC Ren come out and he, he want to tell his story and he say that's why, then yeah, you know, I can see that happening. I don't remember clearly. That might have happened. I don't know. But for whatever reason, MC Ren was always trying to find people who can beat me. He would come to me from time to time saying, yo, I know somebody who can beat you. You know what I'm saying? At least a couple times. This one and uh, I think a time after this. You feel me? At least twice this man actually brought somebody to battle me. So anyway, I don't know why MC Ren did that because MC Ren's a rapper, like I said. You feel me? I do not know why MC Ren didn't decide to take me off himself. I don't know. Maybe like MC Ren from NWA, he was good with his position. I don't know. But for whatever reason, MC Ren didn't battle me and instead he would find people to battle me. So my bad, I'm kind of going on. All-Star Game 2000. We at the All-Star Game. Uh, we bumping MC Ren. He working at the All-Star Game, right? And my man approached me. And on this day, he says, um, Yo, Synth, you feel me? I, I got somebody who can beat you. You feel me? And me being me, I'm just like, nah, whatever. You ain't got nobody who can beat me, whatever. Right? So he say, no, no, no. I got somebody who can beat you. And he's here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So my ears perk up and my brother's ears perk up too. I'm going to keep you on two of my brothers because they play a part in this story. Um, So we all perk up. Word? He's here? Who you talking about? You feel me? Just in case we know because we all go to school together. And my man says, Doug. And I'm like, Doug who? Because I know a Doug. Maybe one or two Dougs. I'm like, Doug who? My man say, Doug funny. And me and all my brothers was like, ah, oh, nah, what, Doug Funny? Because check this out. We know Doug Funny. We go to school with Doug Funny. I mean, me, Merce, Rube, we all went to school with Doug Funny. And then we went to school with MC Ren, um, KP, uh, Hitman. He might have not. I don't know. But, nah, he uh, he didn't. But regardless of all that, you know what I'm saying? We know who Doug Funny is personally. So, and honestly, at the time, we did not know that Doug Funny rapped. We didn't know. So when he says Doug Funny, just like as if it was the cartoon, Quail Man or whatever. Doug Funny? What? Man, skip about here with that, man. You feel me? Ain't no way Doug Funny beat me. He not beat me, but not only am I talking like this, my brothers is talking like this too. You feel me? And they just like, you know, ain't no way Doug Funny finna be Sanf. Ain't no way, you feel me? And they all going in. But here's the part, though. You know what I mean? This is going to come back. So at some point, you know what I'm saying? If y'all know Merce, he like this. <laughs> you feel me? So at some point, he's saying, like, man, he can't be Sanf, man. I know he can't be Sanf. Matter of fact, I bet my life he can't be Sanf. You feel me? So... On one hand, I'm completely flattered. My man willing to bet his life on this guy that he don't even know can rap. You feel me? He can't beat me. So I'm completely flattered. But at the same time, it's just like, ooh, okay, well, yeah. If you feel that way, I can't lose. You feel me? Like, we're not doing it. If you willing to bet your life, it's almost like, 
it's almost like, and I don't know if people know that, if y'all brothers and stuff, but sometimes you got to do that to your brother, though, for real. When you say something like that, it's a double. It's telling that guy that, who you know, he can't beat me, and at the same time, he's telling me, you better not let that dude beat you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So that's how I took it. And it's like, I right, bet. You know what I mean? Yeah. My man Merce bet his life on it. <laughs> he bet his life. Doug Funny couldn't beat me. So MC ran like, all right, cool, whatever. All right, let me check this out. I'm finna go over here. I'm gonna holler at him. I'm gonna let y'all know what's up. All right, bet. So he go, he wherever he go. I don't know where he go, but me, you know, Merce, Rude, Hitman, we all chilling. Like, man, I can't believe this captain came to me talking about battle. We up here dunking basketballs and all that. This dude want to talk about a battle. Like, we, we offended. Because we was super, you know what I mean, confident in ourselves. Like, not only was I confident in myself, my brothers was confident in themselves. And they was also confident in me. You know what I mean? So it was just like, whatever. You know, anybody who come up here, it's a problem for them. You know what I'm saying? So anyway, MC ran, he goes, right? And then he comes back. All right, cool. Yeah, he said he ready to do it. What? You went over and talked to this dude, and he said he want to battle me? Like, I'm just caught off guard that somebody is brash enough <laughs> to want to battle me, even though he don't know me. Like, I don't know him. He's clearly confident in his skill. But I'm just like, oh, you don't know me. But I'm just kind of lightweight, like, thrown off that somebody you want to battle. So, I can't back down. Alright, yeah, let's do it. Where's he at? This way. You feel me? <laughs> My bad, let me take a drink of this water real quick. Excuse me. You know what I'm saying? You gotta get that water, man. Anything, man. Like 75% water, for real. Anyway, so we go to where MC Ren take us. You feel me? And, um, I ain't gonna hold you. Check this out. This is how it went down, right? So we go, like I said, they working at this, at the Coliseum. And what we go is like a food court, I guess. Something like that. It's like food or whatever. <laughs> and my man, Doug Funny, is sitting at a, a round table, a circle table. You feel me? He basically looked like he's sitting at a round table. And I don't know. I guess they counted it out because it was just enough seats for all of us. You feel me? For me and my folk brothers and them too. It's six seats. So, for whatever reason, the way it's set up, you feel me? It's like, <laughs> they probably did this on purpose. I don't know. But it's like my man, Doug Funny, he's sitting at like the head of the table with all these seats around this round table. And I can't even hold you. My man was really looking like a boss, though, like for real, like just coming up and seeing him sitting there like that. I kind of knew this was different. This wasn't just because I was battling cats. And truthfully, when you battle cats on the street, most cats ain't prepared for a battle. They just rap and they didn't rub against somebody like me and they get hit with the lawnmower. You feel me? But in this case, just the way my man was sitting there. I knew this was different. <laughs> it was different. So we come up, you feel me? We shake hands and all that. Because like I said, it's my man. What's up? 
yeah, what's up, boom. And we all cool, right? But at the same time, everybody know what time it is. So I end up sitting directly across from him at this round table. And my brothers and MC Ren filling the seats around us. You feel me? And, uh, okay, let me weave 100 on this. It's a little hazy because this was years ago. But if I'm not mistaken, I want to say he set it off. And not only did he set it off, I want to say he was banging a beat when he was rapping. Like, anybody who raps know it's, it's only a few people you come across in your life who can make a beat while they rapping, who can who can rap to the beat they make. Like, that's actually harder than you might think. That's crazy. So, if I'm not mistaken, I feel like Doug Funny set it off. And when he set it off, he was rapping while he was making a beat. So, from that, you know, sent off the grip, I already knew he was different, right? But, whatever he was saying, for whatever reason, like, I knew he was for real. And I'm pretty sure my brothers knew. We all knew. Because I, yeah, during this whole time, I'm looking at their faces. And I'm going to keep you in tune with how I see their faces as I go. So anyway, Funny sets it off. He's doing his thing. He's nice. We all in surprise. Oh, this just ain't another guy. So he do his thing and it's nice. We all feeling it, right? That's my turn. Mind you, first of all, this is a freestyle battle. Everything is off the dome. None of this is written. This was before Cass was memorizing rhymes and spitting them. This is all freestyle battles off the dome. So when my man was making the beat and rapping, he was freestyling. Like, that's amazing. Like, first of all, he might be a better, <laughs> I don't know, the chew come and walk thing. I don't know. Chew gum and walk. But whatever the case, man, I'm just saying, my man was on a whole other level. So he made the beat any freestyle and it was dope. So we, you know, I say we because we was all there. We was with it. We knew we was in for one. So he do that. It's my turn. I go, right? I'm freestyling, obviously. But I just remember it just wasn't getting off. Like I wanted it to. Like, you know, for anybody who freestyle, you know when you freestyle, there are those certain days when you're getting busy and you just know, like, yo, pass me the mic. I got it right now. I'm lit. Right, and then there's other days you don't really got it like that. It's just not coming out the way you want it to, and you might pass the mic. So on my first rap, like I, I just remember it being like a pass the mic joint, like it was just a whatever. So I would say he definitely won that first round. When he did in that first round, he set it off on me, and I didn't come back. Right, then he did another thing. Right, and it was still hard. My man is dope. It's clear now that Doug Funny is dope. He's not banging the beat no more. He's just rapping. And it's dope, right? So, I see the 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 concern on my brother's faces. It's like, oh, we in one. So, I'm like, all right, let me step it up. So, then I go, right? And even though it was better than my first joint, I still don't feel like it was hitting like it needed to. You know what I'm saying? I'm still trying to guess game my footing or whatever but it just was not hitting like i wanted to right that's my second verse i get it off it's better than my first but it just ain't that thing so here's where things start getting dark <laughs> on the third verse right like i said this is freestyle right so we sit at the table 
it's what six of us the four of us two of them right my man right <laughs> doug funny right he points at each person at the table right except me let me just say that he points at each person at the table except me and he says you got flows you got flows you got flows you got flows and you got flows right and he points at me and he says but you don't <laughs> And I don't know why, but it just hit so hard. Like, it hurt my feelings. It hurt my team. My team was hurt. I've seen it. Like, they, you know, when your team in that position to where they want to cheer, but they don't because you're their man. I've seen it. It happened to me. Like, they really wanted to back me up, but my man got off on me when he did that. He said, but you don't. I remember that clearest day because I knew once that happened, you know what I'm saying? First of all, let me go to this. Like I said, my man bet his life. He said, I bet my life he can't beat him. So when he said that line, I'm like, well, either I lost already or I'm going to fight. I'm going to do better. And this is all in the turn, you know what I'm saying? Like he's rapping and I'm thinking this. You're not, you know, you're hearing them gashing you, but, you know what I'm saying, you're not really thinking about that. You're thinking about, okay, it's my, when I get my turn, I got to do this, I got to. So, yeah, man, after he get that off, I do my thing, right? And this time, I'm really getting off. Like, you know what I'm saying? I can't remember nothing I was saying, but I do know that when I did this, I could see my brother's faces. They were rejuvenated. You feel me? Whatever I was saying, I was coming back. Even MC Ren was like, okay, yeah, yeah, he getting busy. So then Doug Funny Spit again, and it's still hard, but it's dropping. It didn't drop. It ain't as hard as those first two or the three or whatever he got off on me. This one's slightly lackluster, right? So then I go again, and I remember this time, right? Like, I don't remember nothing I was saying, but as far as my highlight, like I said, they were working at this place at the Coliseum in the food court or whatever. So we sitting at a round table that has freaking condiments in the middle. I'm talking ketchup, mustard, salt, pepper, <laughs> whatever you need for your fries or your burger or your dog. It's all right there on the table. So we sitting at this table and we battling, right? And, you know, in my in my mind, I'm just like, yeah, they work here. So I don't even know how I got this. But at some point, I say something. I can't say it verbatim, line for line, word for word. I can't do that. But I said something like, um, I'll take ketchup and mustard and squirt it around this place and have you clean it up. Something to that effect, right? But when I said it, though, like I seen my brother's face lighting up like they they was back on my team i seen mc grand like okay like ooh, like okay yeah this is yeah and even doug funny i remember him like chuckling and kind of putting his head down like that's a good one you feel me because you already know you work here b if i square some stuff you probably is gonna have to clean it up <laughs> so you know what i mean anyway so i got that off and that was a pow you know what i'm saying a good hit and after that, I kept going. That wasn't the end of my uh, freestyle. I kept going. I don't know what I was saying, but I know I was getting busy. I was really getting busy. And 
stop, and then it was Doug Funny turn. So Doug Funny doing this thing, and it's even more lackluster than the ground before it. You know what I'm saying? He's still nice because he's nice, but it's just not hitting like it was. You know, when you watch a battle, sometimes you see um somebody do something, and it's just like, don't nobody want to hear nothing else after that. It was almost like that sort of effect. After I got that line off on him and I said what I said, it was like he was going to have to really step it up if he wanted to. You know what I mean? Excuse me. Yeah, water. Anyway, so it was like he had to step it up, but um, he didn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He didn't. You feel me? And as he's going and he's rapping, man, at some point, he just, like, puts his head down and he says, you know, he puts his head down and he points at me and he says, you got it. You know what I'm saying? Like, basically he tapped out. Like, he didn't have no more because, you know, I was lit. And the further we went, the more it was going to be a separation as far as I feel. So, yeah, he tapped out. So, and I remember when he said that, I remember seeing the relief. In my brother's faces, especially Hitman, you feel me? Because I, I I didn't mention it, but as things were getting funky and he was getting busy on me, I could see him almost loosening up his tie. He was ready to jump in, you feel me? But, you know, nah, man, bro, got to take this one-on-one, you feel me? I didn't catch his fade. I had to catch that fade one-on-one. But I could tell you, Hitman himself, he wanted to be a part of that. He definitely wanted to <laughs> get some licks in. I appreciate that he didn't. Because I had to learn on the fly. You feel me? And from then on, I was more prepared for battles no matter where I was. But I'm just saying, man, after I did that, I saw the relief in brothers' faces. And, you know what I'm saying? It was just, it felt good. You know, like I said, my brother bet his life on me and everybody else was arguing down, saying he couldn't beat him. And I won because my man tapped out. You know what I'm saying? That's the bottom line. I won that battle. You feel me? But I will say this, though. Like, if you were a spectator and this was just something like you put it on YouTube, like, you can definitely make a case that he won the first two rounds, right? Let's just say it was a five-round battle. You could say he won the first two, the third was debatable, and I won the fourth and fifth, but clear. So, the battle's debatable. I won. I definitely won. <laughs> and I feel like I won regardless. But I'm just saying, if somebody who was like, say, NC Brand was like, Doug won that battle, I wouldn't even be like, oh, you crazy. Like, I just be like, yo, that's your man. And you just felt what he did because he did what he did. Like I said, man, I battled a few people. He was one of the most formidable foes I've come across. You feel me? It was definitely surprising. It was dope. You feel me? And, uh, you know what I mean? But I just feel like that day. You know what I mean? He got off them first two, but after that, I was lit. Like, you feel me? It's a, it's a fight. You feel me? He didn't knock me out. After three minutes, the bell ring. We go. We get sprayed up with water, Vaseline, all that, and we come back out and we fight. And you base it on that, yeah, I won that battle, man, straight up. But we ain't here to, you know what I'm saying, say it, you know what I mean, throw any negativity towards my man because like I said my man got busy definitely one of the nicest cats I came across you know what I'm saying 
But I just want to tell that story because it was fun and it was spontaneous. And, you know, like I said, um, I'm into battle rap. But, you know, battle rap I was coming from is different. Like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm a little older. So we was those guys who had to have a bunch of stuff memorized. But before I got to that hype, I was doing this when I was freestyle battling. So, yeah, I'm old school. So what? Yeah. I just thought that was a cool little story I'll let y'all on. You feel me? I don't know if I'm going to tell y'all no more. That's one of my most memorable battles that I can remember. Maybe if I could think of another one. I Actually, I do know another one. I don't know if I'm going to talk about it. But, <laughs> yeah, uh, this was a, a, a fun one. So, yeah, man, I should tell my battle Doug funny, man. Bottom line. So. Anyway, what we're going to get into next is, you know, one of my favorite segments of this show i mean i guess there ain't many segments especially in this show but i love this i want to get into the song of the week where i talk about a song i've been bumping all week that i feel like maybe you should check out you should hear this thing for real so without any further ado let's get into song of the week that I haven't spoken of, but I'm actually a big fan of. And that's Devin the Dude. I don't know if, you know, who's ever listening is familiar with Devin the Dude, but this guy's really good. He makes a lot of music. You feel me? You can definitely check him out. And I'm pretty sure you're going to find a few songs by this guy that you like. Like, Devin the Dude is really a dope. He's a dope artist. He raps and he sings. He gets busy. So anyway, um, Devin the Dude, he just recently came out with this album called Soulful Distance. And Song of the Week is the uh, album title song, Soulful Distance. Now, I'm glad I'm using this as Song of the Week because this is one of the things I've talked about in the past. About how somebody would make a song called uh, Argentina. It sounds dope, but it has nothing to do with Argentina. You understand what I'm saying? But this song is called Soulful Distance for a specific reason. Now, I'll tell you this. When I first heard it, I was just so into the song, I didn't even peep. It took my daughter to be like, well, what is he saying? Is, is he saying social distance? My bad. Sometimes I had trouble saying that word. Social. Social distance. 
She said, is he saying social distance? I'm like, nah, he's saying soulful distance. I'm like, but wait, maybe that's a play on the word. So after that, I ain't going to hold you. That's when I finally really listened to the song. And that's when I realized, you know, what he was talking about. Like I'm trying to say, it's always dope to me when a person makes a song about something. It has some sort of topic, subject matter. Often they'll name the song something that pertains to what this song is about. And that's what happened in this case. The song is called Soulful Distance because I didn't know. You might have known, but my daughter knew that it was a play on the word of social distance. Instead of social distance, give me soulful distance. You feel me? It's ridiculous. So the whole song is basically about this whole corona pandemic. You know, he's basically like he he basically he does two verses in both verses. He's basically just talking about what we're going through, how things are different and how it's crazy and all that. And then he comes back saying, you know, well, yeah, but I still got to do what I do. You feel me? But while I'm doing what I'm doing, just keep a soulful distance. <laughs> you feel me? It's just it's dope. Like, it's, it's, and Devin is known for that. Like, he's made songs about topics and he sticks to the topic you feel me he definitely did it on this and that was dope you feel me like i say the whole song is just him talking about uh the corona and how it's affecting us and he called it soulful distance instead of social give me a soulful distance i like that you feel me um one thing that stuck out to me was uh on the end of the second verse right and in full disclosure, you feel me? I work for UPS. So if you know somebody who worked for UPS, or maybe you're somebody like me, we were what they called essential workers. You feel me? And everything shut down. That wasn't us. We kept working. Life was not, if anything, for the UPS, man, it got more drastic. We have what we call peak season. That's in, you know, the end of November, December because of Christmas. Everybody's ordering Christmas gifts. But guess what? During the whole pandemic, everybody was ordering everything. So the UPS man was busy. He was busy, busy. So when he said this line, it hit me because I was an essential worker. And, and even though things were different for a lot of people, it wasn't very different for me, to be honest. You dig? So he has this line in the end of his second verse when he's like, I ain't going to sing, but he's singing it. He says, and it seems like in the house they want you to stay. But that's not for me. I got to be to work every day. You feel me? Like, check this out. The thing that I love about Devin and Dude is you might not call him lyrical, but he's actually lyrical. He says things that are dope and that make crazy sense and if you do your knowledge you can know exactly what he's talking about you know he's not the guy who's gonna say uh you know when the head is severed from the human body with a sharpened of weapon the brain the brain remains conscious for 10 seconds 
long enough for me to give you one last message. And when you get to hell, you can tell Lucifer said it. I'm going off track. I'm saying he don't do that. But what he does do is he say things like, you know, it seems like in the house they want you to stay. But that's not for me. I got to be to work every day. Like, it's simple, but it's, 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 it's actually pretty lyrical. It's, it, it, you can't say it better than that. Especially for me who was an essential worker. And I know some of y'all was essential workers. Y'all feel me on that. You feel me? It seems like in the house they want you to stay, but that's not for me. I got to be to work every day. Every day I got to go to work. You feel me? Regardless of the pandemic or whatever. You feel me? I had to be at work every day. Every day. So, I feel him on that. But, like I say, this is the song of the week. Uh, not only because what he's talking about is pertaining to what, you know, the song is titled. And that's dope to me. But I also dig his content. Like I said, he's talking about going through the corona pandemic. But also, besides that, my man was actually... Uh, my bad, excuse me for the background. But uh, my man was actually getting busy as far as spitting, and the beat was dope. You know what I'm saying? And, yeah, man. I ain't gonna hold y'all. That's lightweight. Take your mind. But I'm still here with y'all. I'm still here with y'all. But I'm just saying, though. Yeah. It was a dope song. I need to check that out. Soulful Distance by Devin the Dude. You know what I'm saying? It's definitely something you might need to check out. You know what I'm saying? It's a fire track. But, uh, yeah, man, I'm getting my alarm right now. So, with that, I'm getting ready to sign out. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I appreciate y'all for listening. You know what I'm saying? Thank y'all for tuning in. I'm going to try to keep it lit for y'all. Give y'all some more content. You know what I mean? Something to grow on. Something to build on. You feel me? That's what we do. So, yeah. It's your man, Sir Seth, a.k.a. Sir Symphony, a.k.a. Sir Symphony of the Dark Knight. You feel me? And I'm doing it for the love. For the love of hip-hop. For the love of debate. For the love of what we're passionate about. So, yeah, I thank y'all for tuning in. Hope y'all come back for more. Like I said, I'm going to try to keep it lit. Give y'all things to grow on. You feel me? That's what's up. So, thank y'all for tuning in. You feel me? Peace and love. And I'm out. Thank you.